All right, everybody, welcome back to the Agents of Comic Book Podcast. I am Paul. And I'm Eric. That's right, and we're back this week. Uh, as promised, I, I said we're coming back with a Power Rangers episode, and we uh, brought someone along to uh, to help us out with that. Uh, here we also we have a uh, hip-hop artist and also a host of the Geek Set Podcast. Young Deuce is, uh, is joining us to talk about the Power Rangers. What's up? Man, what's going on, guys, man? I'm excited to be here. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm happy to have you on because... Um, I wanted to have you on for this episode in particular because you're actually the first person who recommended that I read this book. Yeah, so, yeah. So I had to get you on just to to have your insight on this. Now that we're digging into it for the first time, man. You know, I've been I've been telling so many people about it, like ever since I learned about the comic book, because I was like I was such a fan of the show. I mean, as a kid growing up, you know, oh, part yeah. of part of our growing up. And then like when I found the comic book, I found it through um, Comic Story, and I don't know if your listeners, uh, you oh yeah, comic I've heard Story. of that actually, yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of how I found it because when I wanted to get back into comic books, I was like, oh man, all right, let me just, where, where's an easy way to start and digest and get back into it? And I start watching Comic Story on YouTube where he dramatically reads the comic books. And so, like, oh. he does, he has them in playlists and he had the Power Ranger one. I was like, hey, Power Rangers have a comic? And I was like, well, let me see what's it about. And the seriousness of it immediately grabbed me. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to stick with this. And then ever since then, yeah, it's been one of my, it's been one of my hidden gems that when I talk to comic book people, like a lot of people don't, they're not aware of it. And when I tell them about it, they're like, oh, I'm going to try it out. And then they try it out. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is really good. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah it caught me off guard. It was very cool. Yeah. yeah. I had, I did not realize that there was Power Rangers comics until just <laughs> recently either. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. How, how far back are, do you go back with the Power Rangers in general? Like how long have you been a Power Rangers fan? So I was Mighty Morphin from the get go, like right okay. from the get go. Um, and I think I went all the way up until like they turned to like turbo. When they got the cars, that's when I jumped off the ship. Oh, so. sure. Okay. <laughs> I don't even remember. Dinosaurs that. only. <laughs> right. Dinosaurs, animals, whatever. Yeah. Like, Transformers have their thing. Right. They can have their thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's when I jumped off the ship. But it was just like it was that, that, that Mighty Morphin era was my era. Okay, right on. Yeah, I remember for me, I remember watching Power Rangers as a really, really young kid and being like super into it. I had like collections of like all of them with like action figures and whatnot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I don't even remember where I fell off because I'm so young that even just <laughs> watching it when we watched it for this podcast, like stuff just came back to me that I didn't even know I remembered. Oh yeah, yeah. You like you, especially what we're going to talk about on this episode. Like that was like prime time TV for us as kids. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, for sure. Um, and I should probably introduce that. Yeah, today we're going to be talking about the first, uh, the first arc, basically, of the uh, Kyle Higgins comic, the uh, the original Power Rangers uh, run, written by Kyle Higgins, uh, art by Hendry Preseda, colors by Matt Herms, and letters by uh, Ed Dukeshire, uh, just to get the full creative team in there. Uh, and then we're also going to be watching the whole uh, Tommy arc of the original TV show, uh, which I think is episode seventeen through twenty one. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, so I, and I, again, I want to thank uh, our listener on Patreon, uh, Dark Side Taser, for requesting this, um, mm -hmm. for uh, getting us to do the Power Rangers. I'm excited that he uh, got us to dig into that because it was something that I had on the list, but we didn't really know where we were going to fit it in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but that's the kind of the nice thing about this. Uh, I mean, if if, if I, I should really shouldn't be saying the nice thing, but the thing that kind of <laughs> shook up the coronavirus and whatnot. All, our podcast started out like we wanted to cover shows and movies as they came out. But right. now nothing's coming out. <laughs> so we have like time to go back and like review anything we want to, which is nice. Yeah, no, that's it. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I started with uh with our podcast. I was like, man, we've been we've been wanting to interview certain people for our podcast. And I said I just didn't really have to figure out how we were gonna do it. And then with the with the whole COVID nineteen and everybody being at home, I was like, Well, let me just reach out to people, see if I can get them on Zoom. 
and I was mm-hmm. been I've been able to get some really good people on Zoom. And, yeah, I've been and, watching and, some of those. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, quick question before we do get started. These are important questions. If you could be any of the of the Zords or the, the robots, that's what they're called, right? The Zords. Yeah, they're called the Zords. I'm using the right terminology. If you could pick any one of those, which one would you pick? So are we talking about in this what we're watching or just yeah? I'll, we'll limit it to the ones that we see in these adaptations. Okay. So I uh, I always I mean it's, I hate to be but if you have a follow up with a newer one by all means. I just hate to be cliche, but I always wanted to be Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, right on, man. Honestly, though, no, I'm a big fan of the Mastodon. Either that yeah. or Sabretooth. Yeah. Uh, see, mine, yeah, mine was the Sabretooth. I feel like that that's the one I, I automatically like, just because it's the yeah, one yeah. that's like different. It's like they're all dinosaurs, and then that's Correct. the one, yeah. like, other oh, prehistoric creature. Mm-hmm. Plus, if you're a Voltron character, like, lover, then that kind of the most one that resembles the Voltron robots. Oh, Zach yeah. does get a good spot in the Voltron robot, though, because he gets to be the arms and gets all the cool stuff. Oh, yeah. So that's a win. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, yeah, because he, he's also, yeah, he gets the arm and then uh, he ends up being the shield when they ever use it. Because they, yep. they don't break out that shield often, but when they do, yeah. Yeah, it's badass. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, then we also, I, I'll introduce some of the characters we have in this, uh, in both of these runs, because it's kind of the same cast of characters in both stories we're going to cover. Yes. Uh, we have uh, Jason, the Red Ranger, uh, Kimberly, the Pink Ranger. Uh, Zach, the Black Ranger, Billy, the Blue Ranger. I'm right so far. I think Billy and Jason, I feel like I get mixed up. No, you're right. You're right. Okay. Um, Trini is the yellow. And then uh, Tommy is the Green Ranger. He's like the outcast, like the new guy. Yep. Um, but he's also the standout. I feel like Tommy's my favorite in both of these adaptations we're going to cover. You know, oh, it's, sure. it's so funny that because like Jason was the leader. And though so before Tommy came from episode one to 17, it's all Jason. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just in general, like in just the, all the ad, uh, adaptations of Power Rangers, it's Jason. But Tommy, he is a cooler kid. He is a cooler ranger. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> bo- he just kind of comes onto the scene and just like kicks everybody's asses. You're like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's got like all these cool weapons and like a really yeah. badass, like his own Godzilla. Right. Yeah, he just comes <laughs> in just better right off the rip. Yep. All right. Uh, so I, I almost feel like because normally what we do is we'll cover the book first because usually that's like where it starts. And then yeah. we'll cover the, the show or the movie because that's the adaptation. Mm-hmm. But I almost feel like for this, we should do the, the show first because that's because the comic is adapting off of that. Yep. Yep. So we're, I think we're going to flip the script for the first time in podcast. Well, not podcast history, but <laughs> <Yeah>. our podcast <laughs> history. <laughs> no, we're pioneers. We are right, pioneers. Right, right. No <laughs> one's ever done this before. <laughs> So, yeah, we're going to start out talking about the uh, the arc of the TV show, because that'll kind of give everyone some background on Tommy, too, and kind of what everyone's referencing. Yeah. Um, Because I kind of wish that I had watched these episodes before going and read. The, I mean, I did kind of go back and read it again <laughs> afterwards. Right. But they they there's a lot of context here that I think people could could use yeah. Um, because the comic, when it starts, like references some of these events, but kind of glosses over them. Yeah. Yeah. So um, some of the details were lost on me before we get before we get into breaking it down. How many times did you laugh watching this about how campy this show is? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Man. Well, th- there's <laughs> parts that like hold up better than others, but some parts are like, oh my God, how, what is happening? Right. Yeah, the, the 90s definitely shine through. <laughs> it definitely shine heavily through. And what, <laughs> what's funny to me is I always, and I've, I've always had this hot take about the Power Rangers. I said their outfits are clearly, clearly fabric. 
So where are all these sparks coming from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what's protecting them exactly? Right. Like, oh, I man. I thought about that. Because <laughs> it's a cool effect. But, yeah, practically, it makes no sense. Everything, yeah, everything just kind of sparkles and makes, like, cracker, uh, like, fireworks. Oh, yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. But you love the show, man. It was, like, as a kid, and just even watching it, like you said, it brings back so many memories. Like, oh, yeah, oh. for sure. And like the it. command center that yeah. looks like straight up out of like a Chuck E. Cheese a little bit. <laughs> it, does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it does. But yeah. All right. I just wanted to get some of those out. Let's oh, no. <laughs> you, you know what does hold up, though, is the music. Oh, yes. yeah. It shreds. Oh, yes. oh my I, God. I, I put that down in my notes as that is still probably one of the best theme songs fight music ever. As soon as you oh. hear that. that dun, 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 dun. Yep. Like, yep. You get Absolutely. so excited. And like during the fights too, like there'll just be a guitar, a guy doing a solo, just shredding yeah. his heart out. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> going to town. And there's like there's variations of it too. I noticed like if something intense is happening or dramatic, yeah. like it'll mm-hmm. go from the main guitar break into like a different like ominous one. Well, I think that that was like like shows at that time. The, the whatever music was played because like Bulk and Skull even had their own music when they came on the scene. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the trombone. Yeah, yeah like so it's just like you know like it's just like that helped give you like what how this scene and how you should feel in this scene oh yeah for sure um bulk and skull are one thing that i don't know if they held up i don't know if i like them (laughs) (laughs) i just want to know what that hat that bulk is yeah what is he wearing football helmet with like a ponytail yeah it's like a leather football helmet (laughs) but one thing that we got one thing that goes uh underrated is bulk and skull's athleticism because if you think about it like just think about all the physical comedy that they had to do, like being thrown That's into like, garbages and being jumped around and rolling, rolling all Flung over. Flung around like, a bus. <laughs> yeah, right. the bus scene was pretty impressive. <laughs> right. So it's like, yeah, Oak and Skull, like, like we, we got to make sure that we give them some shine. Like they did oh, some for a, sure. physical, a physical comedy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they really, they put their body in for the play. Let that not be said. Oh, yeah. Yep. Well, um so yeah these uh this story like i said this is kind of be like all the characters are in this but i feel like the whole thing is kind of centered around tommy like uh the whole story um one thing that that really uh, because he's kind of like it starts out like he's like the new kid in town and he's like kicking everyone's ass at karate which is pretty cool (laughs) yeah definitely who is this guy he only wears green (laughs) (laughs) i feel like no how i still don't understand how nobody of angel grove cracked the code on who the power <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it's, it's especially funny in this arc when they're trying to figure out who the green ranger is and they just know this guy who's really good at karate who only wears green <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> who could it be yeah, oh, and then, uh, you know that first scene though is very intense because like they have that uh that match between him and jason Right? Yep, and, yep. And, and you know and it is, it's getting down to the wire then tommy's up by one and then jason's up by one then tommy's up by two and then like they end with a draw and it was like oh okay we see what they're trying to do yeah here. but that's, that's a good way to show kind of like power levels like a movies and like superhero yep. stuff do that a yep. lot where they kind of just put you up against someone you respect like you know is good and be like mm-hmm. whoa shit but you know what when so watching this arc um in episode 17 they got so they the pacing of it they got right to the business asap oh yeah, oh, yeah that, that, i like i like that about it me too because it was like okay you see who the green ranger him and tommy face off oh no first you see tommy and jason all right it's this new kid he can kick butt but then like right immediately like the second act is tommy getting jumped by the putties and then rita saying yep all right i got you and then him turning yeah. evil yeah exactly it launches into it right away 
Yeah, because uh, there's uh, also that one uh, scene I thought was pretty cool of him, like, kind of in the alleyway, like, fighting off all of... Uh, is there a name for those, like, uh, gray soldiers? I, they're putties. Yeah, the putties. Oh, the, those are the putties, right. Yeah, I got that's, you. That, that's what I was talking about when he got jumped right. out there, yeah. Oh, you mean the alleyway scene, right? Because that's what yeah. I was about to talk about, where he, like, throws the... Uh, uses the garbage can as the shield. Yeah. Yeah, yep. that, that's pretty cool. Because like, one thing that reminded me of... Because one thing that I think is pretty cool is... I kind of feel like maybe Tommy was like the original Winter Soldier almost in a little bit because ah, this this story okay. all came before Winter Soldier and I got a lot of vibes from that in this because mm-hmm. like he kind of has the same thing where like he's brainwashed constantly yeah and yeah. I, I might be digging into it a little bit too much but when he threw <laughs> the shield I was like oh my god it all makes yeah. sense <laughs> I see it. I see it. but you know that that's always going to be um like they, there's always going to be that arc in some t- in some form of a comic book like you know oh, yeah. like you know uh, or even anime you know saying like goku got vegeta you know yep um mm-hmm. you know captain america got you know winter soldier you know sonic has knuckles you know so it's like jason tommy it's like it always has that where it's like the the guy that's just as good has a little bit of edge but you know like they kind of match the, the the power of the top dog yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's oh. like he's like kind of scary, but like you want to help him, and he's like slowly breaking through. And it's yeah, I, I like that arc a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he he gets abducted and, and becomes the Green Ranger, and I, I guess because it seems like um Zordon, am I, I'm getting that right, right? Yeah. Zordon. Yep. It seems like Zordon kind of has the only block that stops him from getting in the main headquarters is being a Power Ranger, because he yeah. gets that he gets through, and he's like, wait, no one can get through except the Power Ranger. He's like, yeah, dude, look at me. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's the it's the power coin, so it's the the, right, the right. coin that goes in the morpher that gives him and. I don't think this, I don't think this is, I don't think this, uh, even the comic book doesn't really tell it, but like in, if you, if for those who remember the movie that just came out, um, Rita and Zordon used to be Rangers way, 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 way in the oh, past. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Rita and Zordon used to be Rangers way, way, way in the past. And there was the Morpher. So when, when Rita ends up going rogue and then they end up locking her away, they lock her away, but she still has that Morpher. Now that Morpher can be given to anybody and that's why um in the show like we said when tommy comes and, he, and jordan says rita finally found somebody to give it to oh okay that- so she's been, just had that in her pocket basically yeah, waiting for the had- right person yep because she needed somebody that can one evenly match the rangers but also somebody that she can manipulate you know somebody with that mind yep. so that's kind of like like i said with that winter soldier like somebody who can be evenly matched but it's like somebody that you can manipulate you got to be able to break through their mindset and so, like, that's that balance in between there. And that's why, like, Zordon, like, he was, when he, he was shocked, but then he kind of, he immediately realized where it came from. And that's why he knew all about it. But that's why Rita had to take him out, because if she didn't take him out, then he would have been able to warn the Rangers, warn them about mm-hmm. everything and how to all break right. Tell them about the coin. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. So that's a cool. Tw- I didn't know that about Zordon and, and Rita, but that adds some context to him because uh, mm-hmm. I mean, they, they didn't really explain. I mean, I guess we were only through the first couple issues of the comic. They might have yeah. explained more of that. But, and we only watched up to seven. Like we started at 17. So we probably missed some stuff, too. Right. Well, I don't think so, they showed, I don't think they told it in the story in the, in the, um, in the show. I well, they did. OK, that's I extended. Learned- yeah, I learned that later on. <laughs> that That's a good addition, though. I'd like that if that's an addition. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, one thing that was, I thought was pretty funny that we noticed on the rewatch is the way that he, um, that he gets rid of alpha five is he hacks him with a CD. <laughs> yeah, I got that in my nose. So he just puts a CD in his back. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then like, you know, and then, um, one of the things too, also, this is, um, 
if we if you were to play a drinking game watching these four oh, episodes, I, and you should, I, I already know where this is going. <laughs> talking about the roundhouse kicks. Oh, oh no, I was talking about how many times Alpha Five said I I I. Oh no, I was going to say how many times Tommy does the roundhouse kick because he loves oh, the yeah. roundhouse kicks. Oh, especially oh. when he's locked up, like in the yeah. it, one dude's like realm or whatever. And he's yeah. just sitting there like shadow boxing. Oh yeah, after Goldar like humiliates him and just leaves yep. him there to like fight the smoke. Yep. <laughs> yep. But remember that was also the first move that he did. When he was fighting against Jason in, in the that, karate tournament, yep. he just loves his roundhouse kicks. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of roundhouse kicks and a lot of drop kicks. The drop kick was a good yeah. finisher a lot of times. Yeah, yeah it definitely well, they, was. There's even that part later after they first fight him with Jason, and he's like, "Yeah, like I recognize like those fighting moves or whatever." It's like, "Yeah, it was all the roundhouses." Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't the color green constantly that tipped him off. It was the, the kicking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, One man. or the other was bound to get there. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, but you know what? So when it, when I was watching it, I was like, there was certain things that I don't recall the Green Ranger being able to do because he pretty much had a Hadouken, like he threw. Oh, a oh yeah. And I was like, wait a minute, I don't remember him having that power. <laughs> yeah, yeah that I think power? he only I think he only pulled it out once too. Like I would be using that like as a primary. Right. Maybe, maybe it costs a lot of mana or whatever. I don't know how this right. works. <laughs> Yeah. I think it was just the CGI budget. That's kind of what makes the Green Ranger cool. Is he's got like this like tool belt of like he's like like a Batman of Power Rangers. You know, he's yeah. got a lot of like art like things in his arsenal. Yeah, yeah. He's got that cool sword too. Yeah, the sword flute is amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. let not enough be said about the flute. Yeah. That is the best. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know you guys seen that meme that was like the Green Ranger in a helmet. Who blows in a flute that sounds like a synthesizer that's supposed to sound like a <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it, was like it was like this whole breakdown of the uh the dragon dagger and i was just like yeah that is kind of weird <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean stylistically though it's kind of cool when he's like just playing the flute and just like marching at them through the explosions oh, yeah. yeah so yeah so this, this is what it said it said i couldn't sleep at night i kept thinking how the green ranger had a dagger that was a flute that sounded like a synthesizer that tried to sound like a trumpet and he blew his That is spot on. But man, but that's the thing. Like they equipped him with so much right out the gate. Mm-hmm. Right out yeah, the it, gate. Well, because he had to kick all of their asses. So they had to give him like some things to work with. And that first intro, when he jumped into the Megazord and kicked their ass <laughs> ASAP. <laughs> that, yeah, that was amazing. That was like a power established, like establish what type of power you have. Yeah, exactly. All the fights between like the Green Ranger and the other Power Rangers were really good, I thought. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what was you going to say? No, I was going to say that they, they had to establish that, you know, like this was a threat. They, even if the even the squad couldn't get it. Right. Yeah, exactly. I, I was wondering at first what they were going to do with like uh, when they go into like the um, the like mega mech mode and then he's he's got his own like uh, and then at one point they like make him a giant himself, which was a little strange. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> this is well, because like, you know, Rita, she always makes her monsters grow. And I think that they yeah, were trying the to spike. Yep. And it seemed like they were just kept on trying to build upon, build upon, build upon because it's like, OK, like we got the Green Ranger kicking your ass. We also got Goldar, who always been, you know, uh, a good villain. Oh, oh yeah, no, oh, I like yeah. Goldar. Yep. yep. But then they bring in Scorpina, you know, and it was like, okay, so now we got these three major villains, which usually Power Rangers they're they're fighting one. So now they gotta fight three people at the same time, right? And then so mm-hmm. like essentially, you know, they're like, Oh, now let's let's just make them all them all grow. So now you're thinking like like the one as a kid, you're probably like, Oh, he doesn't even have a Zord, so we probably can win. But now 
you know, when they're bringing it up and then they lose the Zords because the solar eclipse and everything. And then, yep. oh yeah. And they all melt and scream. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was horrifying. <laughs> that was, imagine being, imagine being eight, nine years old watching that. I'm pretty sure we probably shared some tears. We had that oh, yeah. cry. I'm yeah, sure I think I repressed that. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but then like, you know what I'm saying? So then when they bring out the dragon Zord, you're like, wait, he got a Zord too? Like, you're like, yep. oh, there's no way we're going to win this. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. he's got his own thing. Yeah, and it's, it's like it's a legit. Godzilla one, so it's like even Man. that much more prime. Right. It, 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 it uh it was epic because you like you immediately think of Godzilla when you see it. Oh yeah. So what I'm wondering now is now that you've told me that extra like lore information, I wonder if this is the Zord that Rita used to use, or if she had something different. Because uh, that would yeah. be interesting. Yeah, that would be interesting because well, because it seemed like it was like a legendary thing, you know, like right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and yeah, if, it, yeah. if she was holding on to that, like her old, you know, Power Rangers badge, yeah. Because I'm assuming the Dragon Dagger that was around. Like, did she have that along with the coin, or did that yeah. kind of coincide? I think I, I, she w- it would have had to because if I'm thinking about it, like you know the drag, like you can't summon the uh, the dragons or without the Dragon Dagger, so they it would yeah, right, to, yeah. And if, if we're going off the comic book that we're about to talk about too, she's able to create more of them. Like yeah, it, true, it seems yeah. like it takes a lot, but she knows how it works and like how like it's, like she's had it for a while. It oh, seems yeah. like or knows how it operates. Yep. But yeah, so overall, I mean, I think I think this held up more than I thought it would. I'll be honest, because I mean, it, one <laughs> thing that I do almost miss about when we read the comic compared to this is this has a lot of style and it's not afraid to just like be what it is. Yeah, and I think that like like we uh, like you said at the beginning of it, you said that, that this was a '90s show. When you yep. watch it, you feel the '90s, and it's just like, but it was like a good '90s show. Even, even, even though it was campy, it was just like, yeah, they just leaned into everything they were. You know that. Even if a guy's wearing a polo with overalls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, even think about the characters and the way they got, they, they, they did it. Kimberly was the gymnast, so she did gymnastic moves. Mm-hmm. Zach mm-hmm. was the dancer; he did the dancing moves. You know, Billy was, you know, the tech guy. So, like, you can tell, like, his style or, like, you know, his weaponry and what he chose and how he... Yeah, and the Zords and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. So, it's like everybody had their style and they linked into it. You know, Broken Skull, they linked into being the goofy bullies. You know, it was like, you know, it was like, so I think that, yeah, with this show, like you said, it, it leaned into the identity of what it was. Oh yeah, and, and it's, it's I would almost call it. It seems like almost like a superhero like anime show for like you know '90s kids. It yeah. kind of seems like. Have you guys watched the Toys Who Made Us? Uh, no. Oh, you told me about that. No, I, I haven't watched it yet, but I, yeah. I gotta add that to my list. Well, just for those, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure some of your listeners have, but for those who haven't, when they talk about the Power Ranger toys, they also go into the Power Ranger history, and one mm. of the things that like so, pretty much what Saban did when he purchased the rights to the Power Rangers. This was a Japanese anime. Oh, no, Japanese show. I forgot what the name of the show was. Um, oh, okay, I didn't know that either. Yeah, it was a Japanese show. So what he did was it, he purchased it and he took all the scenes of when they're in their Power Ranger outfits and the Megazords and everything and used that. So the only acting that he had to shoot was the acting when they're not in costume. And that's the acting that they did. So oh. all... So all the fighting footage and everything, that is original fighting footage from the original. That makes a lot of sense now. Yep. And then so he so like so that's innovative as hell because then he was like, oh, they got helmets on. We can still have them talk and just do a voiceover because and use that footage. And so they did that for the whole Mighty Mighty Morphin Power Rangers run. 
And then wow, okay. it's like, it's and, like somewhere and, in between like a sub and a dub. Yeah. You're and then with, half and half. And so even with some of the newer uh, adaptations of it, he just kept on going there and buying new animated rights. Uh, I mean, uh, rights to those Japanese shows. And he was just use that. That was his whole formula. So wow. it was just like, yeah. So it was like, like that was super, super creative. And that's why it does have that. Like you said, it does have that comic book anime type style feel because yeah, they were already shooting that action packed fight scene in the Japanese. Yeah, it's basically world. just like a localized, like they're just localizing it for America, essentially, yeah. and reusing the footage that they can. That's awesome. Man, yep. though, those actors had just easy street then. All <laughs> they, they had to do was just like the easy plain street. clothes acting, none yeah. of the and fighting. It, yep. And it's funny is because like, so uh, a lot of his, a lot of Saban's, um, a lot of his drive for the show, he was like, like when he thought of the name, he said that, okay, I, I need a name to sound has the exact same syllables as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So that's why it's called Mighty Morphin Power oh. Rangers. Because he wanted <laughs> that. Okay. Wow. Yeah, he, he, he wanted that. And so he was that saying... That cadence, like, yeah. Yeah. And so, like, you know, that... So, like, it's funny because, like, there, there is a comic book. Um, there's the um, there's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles meet the Power Rangers that's going on right now in, oh, the, nice. uh, in the comic book that is amazing. But, like... Yeah, that sounds awesome. But it's funny how those... They cross paths because that was his inspiration when coming with this show and really being that uh for teenagers or kids and everything like that in that whole aspect so yeah that i, I want to check that out too now because i've been reading some of the uh teenage mutant not to get too far off topic but i've been reading some <laughs> of the teenage mutant ninja turtle comics and those are also really really good yep yep basically just like uh ninja kind of it's like if you like daredevil you'll like the ninja turtles yeah definitely definitely that's a good way to put it but um oh. yeah so back, back to power Rangers. <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah, back on. um but yeah, no, uh, I think that, what else did I have in my notes for it? Because yeah, I was, I think that's it. Oh, th- I got a hot take. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like uh, hot takes. Hot take. I feel like we don't have rad- enough hot takes on this podcast. I appreciate it. No problem. <laughs> I feel like the rad bug doesn't get talked about as much as we, as it should have been. That, that, Wait, the that, rad bug? Wait, what was that? that? That was the bug vehicle that they was they were flying in. Oh, you're right. Oh, I was gonna bring yes, that up. Yes. <laughs> the flying car, <laughs> the flying beetle. Like it's called the rad bug. And I feel oh, like I, I was like that. I was like we. I feel like nobody ever saw. It. Like you, you talk you talk about all the cars. You talk about Kit. You know from Knight Rider. You talk yeah, about uh-huh. <laughs> and like you know, but the rad bug doesn't get any love. I'm so happy you brought that up because I have so many questions about that. Is that so? <laughs> <laughs> They're all like working on it at, at a, like a garage. Like, where is that? Does someone own that car? Like, where did that come from? Billy, that's Billy's car. Oh, it's Billy. Oh, he just invented it. Okay. Yeah, like with yeah. his tech stuff. Okay. Yep. Yep. See, that's what I said. He linked into it. <laughs> He's like, "What if I just put a propeller on this thing? You're crazy, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> It'll never fly." So wait, if, if he did that as a civilian, wouldn't like that kind of gain some attraction from people? Nah. Just get with a flying car. It's. Well, uh, I don't know if you've seen that one scene where Zach had to drive it. It kind of just oh, disappears, yeah. and then they're flying. But oh, yeah, right. it kind of like goes like warp speed. Yep. Yeah. But then, it, uh, if if you remember, there is no propeller propeller on there. The way it looks, I should. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I, I think is there, I, there not I, a propeller? No, it kind of bounced like there was. No, okay. There's like it's, some jet engines. Yeah, it's like it's like it looks like a barrel, just like a, a regular old barrel in the back of it, and it got this random pipe at the top. <laughs> I'm gonna what in the world <laughs> I'm, gonna, uh, I'm gonna send you this picture <laughs> but yeah um, yeah I'll, I'll put it up somewhere i'll, I'll tweet yeah. it out if you guys want to see what this looks like but yeah i was like i was like man people don't talk about the red bug that often <laughs> i was like yeah I'm no I'm, I'm very happy you brought and it can just like teleport into the building which is pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> right like here we are 
fans, but um, technically, there's not enough seats in that thing for everyone. I don't think, though. I don't know how they piled into it. They piled <laughs> into it. Someone would have to to sit bitch in the middle. <laughs> yeah, yep. uh, I think so. Yeah, because uh, if you if it's what front seat, side seat, three in the back, then yeah, somebody has to sit bitch in the middle. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, once, once you get the six, it's yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, then when you get to six, it's over. Oh yeah, Tommy can't get fit in. That's what I'm saying. Nope. Tommy can take his fucking. He's got the big sword. He's spoiled enough. (laughs) You get everything else, Tommy. Well, in this comic book run, we learn something about like the sword and how like it just shakes the world. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just got that picture you sent me. Yeah, so it's not a propeller. It's like a big pipe with like a barrel on the back. Yep. Yeah, it's so weird. (laughs) What in the world? Such a weird build. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess Billy's smarter than me. I guess he can explain how it flies because I can't. <laughs> yeah. You know, All right. What, what, one thing that one thing I do appreciate about Billy, though. So you know, we, we I think we talked to me and you talked about it personally, but like back in the day, it was like, oh, gotta hack it, gotta hack it to the to the hard drive, and it's just him typing hard on the keyboard. Like, yep. <laughs> at least this one, they had him pushing buttons and messing with some wires. Yeah, it's a little yeah, more exactly. visually interesting than just type faster. <laughs> <laughs> right. So at least, they, at least they gave Billy some, like, it'll make him at least look like he's doing some tech work. Right. Yeah, he's got, like, the big colorful panels and whatnot, too. Because yeah. <laughs> Alpha 5 can't do anything. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, you, you, you put a CD-ROM in him, he's over. <laughs> Why does he have that CD slot? <laughs> Is that where you installed him? Like, what else are you going to use that scene because i don't remember that being used ever again outside of that well i mean people don't know this but alpha 5 also uh moonlights as a dj so oh, you yeah. can just plug in whatever you want <laughs> just hey, he, he would be i mean he would like he, he'll be a uh, dead mouse's uh competition or there you um, go i'm surprised nobody i'm surprised nobody has hasn't taken that on as a moniker and tried to do that I can right, see, I can see that now. Hey, I mean, someone's got to be the first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah, that'll bring us to um to the show. Yeah, so that covers the, uh, we watched the whole uh, Tommy arc, which I think that that was specifically requested for this episode that we cover it with this part of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly be- because the comic we're about to talk about pretty much follows up. It seems like mm-hmm. f- exactly from this material. Yeah. Yep. Um. Because it, it takes a lot of the Tommy stuff from this and references back to it. It kind of the, the comic opens up by kind of explaining like a little bit of what happened before. Mm-hmm. Um, just that Tommy used to be evil and then kind of came back and now works for the Power Rangers. But there's a lot of people in the like the public who still kind of don't trust him. Yeah, which which makes sense. I always wondered that because I was like, when you think about like even just in movies, right? Like, um, and the superheroes they destroy so much. Yeah. Right, and then there's really no like outside of like the I think outside of the Avengers and everything that we had in the whole Marvel universe, there was never no consequences at first in, in movies prior to that. Like you know, after that we started seeing that and it, it made sense, you know. But it was right, like, like what's yeah, the fallout? Yeah, right. And so like you know, like I love the fact that they opened up with Vulcan Skull and they pretty much got this podcast that they're doing, and they're interviewing people, and people are like, yeah, but I saw him fall and tear down the bridge after the battle like he did it like i like that skepticism that yep, people there's, there's people who are like i went deeper into the footage like you can't just t- <laughs> like take what people believe you watch the watch the tapes man yeah that's exactly how people would you know would uh would uh do it now like people would take that with like alex jones that's his name right that's the guy yep. the conspiracy guy Info that, Wars. That, yeah that's definitely would be him 
Like, you oh, know, the green never spreading the <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Completely. Yeah. Like, what is the conspiracy with the Zords? Yeah. They're putting Zords in your soup. <laughs> oh, um, man. One question I had about this, uh, maybe it seems like maybe it's a little unclear from the comic. This takes place after the whole show, right? Like after the whole series ended chronologically. I, I know. So I, it does and it doesn't. This one actually, um, it takes place. So it kind of picks up like a little bit right after the Green Ranger, this Green Ranger arc of him being evil and everything. Oh, really? Okay. So, okay. so we're hot on the heels of it. Yeah. So yeah. So we're right on. We're right on the right right path of it because what um, the idea was was to give more depth and more seriousness to what's happening in the show. So like in the show, like after it goes, like um, because I'm for more, uh, I'm still a little bit familiar with the show. The show starts talking about the Green Ranger's powers and how his powers are are limited because they're evil and things like yeah. that. Yeah. Right? So they never really get into what we're getting into in this comic, which is a little bit more in depth of him battling with himself of I used to be evil, uh, still having Rita mess with his head and everything. Yeah, like rejecting his programming. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like this is more this is like if pretty much it's just like it's parallel with what the show is doing, but it's just like way more depth. It's, it's giving yeah, you- I was going to say, because it seems like this story could almost take place like one week after what we just talked about. In yeah. The show. And it's kind of, kind of like that. Yeah, so that that's good timing because we yeah, like you said, because we can add a little bit more depth to it because it's kind of cool to see Tommy like seeing Rita like in his head, yeah. like having arguments with her. Yeah, because that didn't happen in the show at all, so that's why this was really good. Um, plus, you got to think somebody who just like one, you're new to a town, you know, and then you just was evil as hell. And people you know, saw you fight the Power Rangers. Right, yeah. people saw you, and now you know they're you know it's like, like yeah, you're gonna ha- you're gonna be psychologically messed up a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. And it, it's, but it's cool to see. I think that that's part of why I like Tommy, why I gravitate towards him. Cause he's got that, like, it, it makes him interesting. Cause he's got that inner turmoil. You see him like fighting, you know, to, to be better, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Yep. Um, and, and so you can kind of see like how hard he works and why everyone, everyone gives him shit. You're like, Oh, come on. Like he's trying here. Yep. And then it kind of goes into with like, you know, even further what he's trying to battle with now, not only is he battling with like his past and what he did, but he wants to be so good that um he's pretty much he's proven to himself that yeah I, you know what my past is my past but i'm doing so much good that this overshadows that past so that's why he's so hard on himself even in training you know like, as they show later on in the comic like he's so hard on trying to succeed because he has internal things that he's trying to prove right and like he, some of his friends have like yeah, clearly like forgiven him and just like want to help him like be normal again like kimberly keeps trying to like go like ask him out but he's, he's not taking any hints yeah exactly. she's like come on don't forget it <laughs> <laughs> so like he's he's like not letting himself like have a normal life because he feels right. all this guilt and like wants mm-hmm. to work extra hard to make sure nothing ever happens yeah. um, people will like still make comments about it we saw it like in that podcast like like we were talking about like that uh that skull and uh bulk do Yep. And just like anybody, you know, you're going to hear like it, it could be a thousand people singing your praises. But th- that one person that says something negative is going to cut through you like like. Yep. Just crawls in your head. Yep. Yep. And so exactly. he, like, that's probably the only thing that he's focusing on is that those negative comments, those people saying, oh, you can't trust the Green Ranger. Yep. Exactly. Um, and so what, what Rita's plan is here is it seems like Rita, uh, I think we mentioned it briefly at the start of the podcast when we were talking about the flute, but she has created her own like key to the dragon sword, mm-hmm. um, uh, green Rangers, uh, dinosaur that we were talked about. Yep. And so she's going to send Scorpina, uh, to use that and basically hijack the robot. 
Uh, yeah. First, first Scorpina like does battle with Tommy at first, which is pretty cool. Oh yeah. Well, so just the um the reason why she battles with Tommy because remember in order to power the um the the negative chaos energy um they need that um they need that that turmoil they need that battle I, f- I feel like oh you're right yeah that's right that makes I sense like, now I feel like we've seen this in something else though I can't think of what but I feel like there was something else where like destruction fuels this and gives this power and more destruction because that's what it was needed so like when he when that that fight that they keep on referencing where the Dragon Zord and the Megazord, like they were fighting together, but because he destroyed the build, like he destroyed the bridge and everything, right. that, that chaos caused so much energy. And the reader was like, "But we need more." So then that's when she sent Scorpina to fight oh, Tommy. Spot, yep. Yeah, I, I, I mean, a part of me kind of uh, relates it to Sonic, but I think that's just a chaos. I'm real deal. I don't, I don't <laughs> think actually like Sonic the Hedgehog does tie into. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think they're similar at all, but just the name. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, yeah. Sonic the fact that I just saw over. a freaking poster of it literally right behind you. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> we now have a poster in our studio of the Sonic well, that, the yeah, Hedgehog movie. I don't know why this is up. <laughs> oh, the, oh, the latest movie? Yes, yep. the bad, oh, yeah. the Jim yeah. Carrey one. Well, no, well, he used to work at a movie theater, so he always either stole or just got him for free, like the random <laughs> movie posters <laughs> I give away. Oh, uh, but th- this fight between Tommy and Scorpina is pretty cool because the Power Rangers actually show up to back him up. Mm-hmm. Um, which I like to see because it's cool seeing them all kind of like teleport in individually as they yep. get the the yeah. call because like Kimberly's in right away like you know trying to defend Tommy be like you know the, I, I thought you guys can't take a hint you know trying to take him take him down yeah the right. jet one definitely has a big advantage the like jet her, one her zord the, oh like, right uh, yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah 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 uh, the pterodactyl yeah that was that's a good one I like yeah. the pterodactyl as well yeah well you know anything flying is always going to be good and I think that like you know the fact I think out of all, well, no, they all because uh, the Billy's Ranger can shoot as well. But that one, like, you can get mm-hmm. tactical with it. You can do some aerial assaults and everything. Oh so. yeah, and there's parts in the comic too that we see where like uh, she'll like save like people as they're falling, you yep. know, uh, and mm-hmm. shit like that. So we get we get, there's some cool uses for that that you can't do with the other ones, yeah, right? Totally. Um, and in general, there's a lot of cool uses that they can do with the Zords in the comic that I feel like maybe they couldn't do in the show, or maybe they do in the show. I just haven't seen enough because like there's scenes where like the Zords are like underwater and shit, which you know, looks really really cool. So I've never seen it. So in, that's that's a comic thing because I don't ever recall an underwater battle. I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like they always they're always fighting in the desert or in the city, right? Because because the that's where like they have the models set up and whatnot. Yeah, yeah I feel like an underwater I, one would be a lot harder. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But it's cool seeing him because like there's a scene like because like we mentioned, uh, Scorpina will hack into Tommy Zord, um, and then kind of take it over, which kind of makes the teammates start to doubt him, which is part of their plan. Yep. Um. Yep. Go ahead. No, I was going to say yeah because uh, um that's that's another thing like you know like that that's a comic book uh, adaptation that wasn't in the show that whole mode of the dragon dagger in order for her to get that unlock into it because like mm-hmm. one i was like man that is a smart idea and i was like i feel like that's they should they should explore that before because if rita so i looked it up rita was the green ranger so this was her old power oh, cool, cool. yep but i wonder and i think that um I was. I wonder. I so I, I don't know why she wasn't able to, to use the power herself. But yeah, that was her power back in the day before Zordon and them locked her away. Yeah, um, I imagine it's like you said. She was looking for like the perfect soldier, or like yeah. you know, someone mm-hmm. she could control, but not necessarily yeah. do the work herself. Yeah, and so that's why that's and I was like, oh, so if she she probably was just waiting for that moment to do so, and then when Tommy broke broke the the hip, you know, hypnosis and became you know end up being good again to be able to have that like, oh, well, we don't need. 
adjust his dragon dagger. We just need a dragon dagger. Let's get this mold and make this happen. Like that was a game changer right there. Right. Like if one exists, then there could be more than one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's cool when she gets control of it. Cause she, cause she uses it for like nefarious purposes, which is a little scary. Cause like one panel that was really good that I want to call out from, uh, in the Hendry uh, Perseda art is there's a panel where you see the Zord from like under the water as this like cruise boat comes by. Yeah. 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 That oh, yeah. was really, really good. Like just like just shadow underneath. Yeah. That was like straight out of jaws. <laughs> yeah. So I, I appreciate like the uses of the Zords like that, that you, that you can just get, get creative with Not now that you have like an artist in a comic book and you can just kind of do whatever you want. Yeah. Well, and I think that that's why this comic book was so good because like you, the source material is the show. Right. And you're like, okay, yeah. so we know, we know the show was geared towards kids. However, how do we make this a little bit more cooler? How do we make it a little bit more serious? The stakes a little bit more higher. Because so a lot think, of that audience has grown up a little bit too. Right. So I think mm-hmm. that they took, that's what it, they took. They took a little bit more risk with it. They were like, okay, well, let's do it this way. Let's add this aspect to it. Let's add this to the lore. Let's, let's bring this to it. Let's get this shot. And I think that, yeah, that's why we got some of those cool looking shots that we've seen. Like even just, you know, when Billy, um, when Billy and Trini was working on the Dragon Zord, when they, you know, it wasn't responding to Tommy as well as he wanted to. So right. they started to work on it. Like even that scene, like that, just how the, the Dragon Zord was just sitting there, you know, yeah, like the internal scenes, like you don't see a lot of those, like them just inside the workings of the, mm-hmm. of the Zords. Yeah. Like in the hallways yeah. of it. Yeah. 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 So that's pretty cool. Like, cause I mean, I, I think this comic kind of showed me like, Power Rangers, like when you go back and watch it, sure, you can look at the style and whatnot and be like, yeah, a lot of this is dated. But if you like readapt it and kind of modernize it, it's like super fit for like a lot of like stories that we see. Like if you modernize it just a little bit, it like fits in like perfectly with like every every other comic I read. Oh, yeah. 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 And that's that, I think that that's what really drew me to it when I was telling you guys when I was telling you about it. Because I was like, yeah, I didn't know what to expect. I thought it was going to be just like maybe, you know like an Archie comic or something like that. But it was like, no, this is, Oh yeah. yeah you just take it a little bit seriously, but still have like the fun from the original and just mm-hmm. kind of add more to the lore. That's, that's what I like. Cause yeah, my, yeah. My, my buddy Luke, one of his old roommates uh, was a giant fan of power Rangers. And he was saying, how like, he'd tell him about the comics and like, I guess I'm sure you know about it with uh, some stuff with Jason and like alternate Jason's and him having to like kill a bunch of them. And like, it just gets yeah. super dark apparently. Well, yeah, yeah I don't right. know. That might be coming up in what we're, read- we're reading. I'm oh, not true, sure. Because yeah. we're going to be reading more of this comic. Yeah, because, well, at some point it gets into Lord Draken, which I don't want to spoil for anybody, but Lord Draken is. You will be getting to that, I think. Yeah, Lord Draken, like the same impact that the, where the Batman who laughs, that's the same type of impact I had with Lord Draken. Oh, okay. Okay, so, so he, uh, Lord Draken just like clicked with you when you were reading it? Oh, yeah, immediately. Okay, right on. So, yeah. would you, uh, so uh, would you. How, how much would you say you like that arc better than this one then? I uh, know. You know what? I like, I don't know, man, because this arc to me is like, it, it, it helped me look at Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and the, the origins of it way better. Like you can't do that arc without this arc. Right. Um, right. But, and I loved it because I was like, it, it gave me more in depth from what I remember from the show. So I don't know. I don't know. I haven't thought about it. I'll, 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 I'll have an answer at the end of the podcast. Okay. Okay. Right on. Yeah, sit on it for a minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so this, uh, the final sequence where Tommy's, uh, Zord is kind of rampaging is really good because we, mm-hmm. we get, like we said, like uh, you can do like really cool things visually with like the Zord fights, especially when you can go all out. Mm-hmm. Um, cause by the end of this arc, it's kind of like the grand finale of the story. So like everything's kind of like coming together. It's like a giant fight, like in the ocean. Yeah. Um, and those shark things, those were Rita's, right? Those like shark yeah. monsters. Yeah. 
Yeah, those things were awesome. I yeah, really like, like the shark monsters. I think, <laughs> one of her henchmen, Babu, I think it is. He like kind of he has like the little sculpting thing he does, but it, like uh kind of trans like oh yeah that guy's interesting like, onto earth and makes like the shark clay people and i think just the regular putty soldiers too yes yeah so like he's like her i don't, I don't know who, i don't even know how to reference it but yeah he he makes all her monsters and it, it, they you know whatever that magical clay that he has he clays them yeah. up put them together and then yeah he makes them but that that's uh but yeah that's another i i, I believe that's based off of this shark monster that was in the show but they didn't really say like give him a name or anything so i can't Okay, if there's a oh. shark monster or anything like that in the show, I want to watch that episode. I want to find yeah. that because <laughs> that thing was awesome. Yeah, 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 it definitely was. But yeah, like, you get that you get that awesome water fight, which is like that, and, and that's another thing with the Gaming. Like you said, we we're getting different scenes. It's not just in the city. It's not just in the desert. It's just like yeah, you got to fight in different terrains and how you can have a variety of environments. Yeah, and like backgrounds. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then it, you get uh, Tommy kind of gets his redemption as well because he's able to like use his flute to like hack back into his uh, into his Zord and kind of get in and, and break um, Scorpina's key that she's using mm-hmm. uh, and, and hack his suit back, which is kind of like his redemption moment. Yeah. Um, but even when he gets back, it kind of seems like maybe Rita's plan still worked, even if she lost the fight, because it seems like it, it, like she's really stirred the pot, which I think was her whole plan. Get Tommy like doubting himself, yeah, get like him on his own yeah. again. Yeah, well, she's she's working two things. I mean, because she obviously she wants to defeat the Rangers. Um, and then like the main goal was like, like like Tommy was supposed to be her ace in the hole. But then he ended up, you know, breaking her control. So now she was like, well, how else can I? Oh, I can. She, she kind of adapted. She kind of called audible. She was like, well, if they're trusting him and I still got slight influence over him, I could probably tear them down from the inside. So, yeah, like I said, it's still it's, he's still like he's so angry because he even though they're they're trying to show him so much love and say we accept you. He in his mind, he's still like, oh, you guys think you're better than me. Like he still has those those doubts and those feelings and everything or like like he like. Like they they look at him like you can't do what we do because you're not as pure as us. So that's why like he's always lashing out at them because of that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That that's what makes this a a, re- a really great uh, story. Like both of these because it's not just them fighting a bad guy and taking down the bad guy. It's like the mm-hmm. bad guy fighting you, but like he's gotten yeah. under your skin even though you won and like yeah. left something behind. I like that a lot. Yeah. Definitely. Um. So yeah. So yeah. But this this arc uh, it does kind of end on a cliffhanger, which I was unsure about because I'm not sure who that guy is who shows up at the end. Okay, yeah, yeah, it definitely does. I mean, you'll you'll get more into it. But I mean, it. yeah, we'll, we'll, I mean, issue seven comes right after this. We'll talk about it, but we'll find yeah. out who that is, I suppose. Yeah, no, no, is, you definitely is that will. someone I would know from the show? No, it's like no. a big black uh, mech with like spike hands and like a red yeah. orb. Nope. So this is this is this is where it changes from the show. Oh, okay, cool. Like, so like, cause like even even matter of fact, even this whole comic book, it was a little bit different from the show. But like even like. At, right after the sh- right after in the show the ap- that episode um that are you know jason still battles with himself like so he does have those those feelings of man i did so much bad man am i am i really good but like it's not as intense as it is in this comic so like right here this is this is all new territory from this point moving forward like really really new territory from this point moving forward. right on okay so yeah so it'll be cool to see we're going to be following up with uh more of this uh book next week we're going to pick up right where this left off so we'll, we'll find out more about kind of what what showed up here too that's the, mm-hmm. i mean it's a cliffhanger for a reason too so yeah, yeah. we'll find out <laughs> yeah. um but o- overall I, I like this comic a lot this is uh i haven't read a ton of kyle higgins work i know he did uh a long run on nightwing mm-hmm. um that he also wrote he uh, he does he's done a lot of dc stuff as far as i know but th- this was pretty solid so i might check out more of his stuff yeah no yeah. i enjoyed it a lot 
Oh, and really good art too. I I, I feel like yeah. I don't talk about the art enough, but I was, like, that I was, was actually about that. Yeah, because like the character designs are just like there's like a simple kind of like style to them, but like it, it kind of like clearly accents like each character kind of has their own personality, even visually. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah and that's um, and that's how the the original was supposed to be, as far as like like with the um with the suits and everything. Like every and I mean obviously they do it with the helmets. The helmets kind of have they they mirror their their Zord. So like yeah. Tommy, you know, you can see the teeth of the t- uh, the Tyrannosaurus. Uh, Zach has the Mastodon, um, not hooves, uh, the tusks. Tusk, yeah, the tusk yeah, on yeah. his helmet, yeah. So it's just like you know, it kind of mirrors that. But like, yeah, you like the even with the art style and just in general of it, when you look at like just in everything, even like Zordon, they made him more made him more Silver Surferish, but <laughs> right, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> But it was like, yeah, you know, you get to see just like in depth of just like, like I said, that style. Like, it, I'm trying to figure like what it what it reminds me of. Um, one thing I, I think that uh, you can do a lot of cool things with Power Rangers art, though, too. Like, if you go through like the, at least the volume that I have shows a lot of the variant covers that they had for the book too. Oh, okay. Yeah, those are great in the back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna post some of these on Twitter as well so people can see. But there's some really good uh, variant covers in here, like. Um, there's one in here by uh, Joe Quinones, who I met at C2E2. Uh, he's one of my favorite artists, so I'm su- I was like uh, pleasantly surprised to see he had a cover in here, which is pretty nice. Oh yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Which one? Which one did he do? Uh, it's like a, one of like all the Power Rangers standing on top of. Uh, it almost looks like a statue of like the Voltron, but because it, it looks like it's like or it's like a, a relic or something. Because there's like moss growing on it. I'm not sure what that's from. Oh, okay, okay, but it looks pretty cool. And we're all, right. all highly recommending that Bulk and Skull mini, right? Oh yeah, I forgot, I forgot to even talk about that. I forgot that was in this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's like a uh, a little yeah. short at the end with Bulk and Skull, but I'll be honest, I'm yeah, not was, super invested in those characters. <laughs> but it was kind of funny. But yeah, it's well, it's pretty easy. So it's got a the art style I liked. Oh yeah. So do you like comic book Bulk and Skull or show Bulk and Skull? Or you just comic don't like book, them at all. Uh, the comic book version is a little more tolerable for my taste. <laughs> <laughs> I think the old one just did, did not age well. No, all right. <laughs> one. Like I, I appreciate what they're trying to do and like what they're trying to like add to the show, but it's like I think some of the com- comedy is a tough thing to age sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, in the comic, in the comics, they kind of jumped ahead because at first Bulk and Skull they don't really care about the Power Rangers as much. But uh, mm-hmm. if, if I recall, they get saved by the Power Rangers, and then they get on this plight on trying to discover who they are. And oh, that, that might uh, be more interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, the, but that's in the show, and so like, right. So it makes sense in the comic book for them to have a podcast, like horror, all about, yeah, yeah, all about um of the um the Power Rangers because it's kind of like like this is this local plot, like you say, like Jonah James is like yep. this local reporter podcast but except they don't really have too much disdain for the power rangers they're actually fanboys of the power rangers yeah they're just kind of out for the fame yeah oh yeah no you they're definitely utilizing they're definitely taking advantage of this whole situation well it seems like the small town gets like a high percentage of these like kaiju fights so i feel like (laughs) like what else are you going to be like interested in small town of angel grove which is like man rita you know if the power rangers keep on getting in your way just move over to another town (laughs) (laughs) Every t- every better targets, right? Dude. Every town doesn't have a Power Rangers, <laughs> right? They'll, I mean, it'll at least take them a while to get there. You'll have a head start, yeah. right? Oh, here's a random question. This is something I just thought of. Can the Power Rangers get to the moon? Like, can they just fly there? Well, I don't know like where Rita can... is. That's where Rita is, right? The moon. Yeah, she's at the yeah. moon. They can, they can teleport, and the Megazord can fly. So I don't know why they don't go on the offense. They always just stay say. on the defense. 
Yes, yeah, I was, was going to say because I mean the Green Ranger was there a couple times, but he was trapped up in uh Gorlon's or like base or whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because I mean, if I were the Power Rangers, I'd be like, all right, I've had enough of this shit. Let's fly up there. Yeah, <laughs> take your ass out. If you throw one more spear, <laughs> well, they, there's so uh, many cracks in the earth. Well, but do 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 they does that consider the act of aggression then? Oh, as I don't know. <laughs> as, as a super, because then, then you go into Batman's room. That's something Batman would think of. Batman. Oh, well, that's like, true. Maybe that's even her plan, like true, stir yeah. aggression. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something <laughs> Batman would think of. Like, let's go knock this out now. But then, like, they're like, okay, well, they just fight threat on threat. Like that's how it goes. You're and, right. They live a better path. They have a better code than I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But, yeah. oh. It's so it's 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 so good though. Like I said, for me, like I said, with the Power Rangers, just. Just to, I always say like if for everything that's campy, if you take it serious, it's something good. But it's kind of like vice versa because you think about like I know some people hate it, but Teen Titan Go is the the goofy version of Teen Titans, which was so that's serious. true. Yeah, yeah. But it's still both of them work in their respective realms, and that's right. You can appreciate it for what it's trying to be. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like that's what it is. Like even like you know you think like so like they remember. I don't know for I don't know if you guys remember the Lunatics. Oh yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. yeah, so that was supposed to be the serious version of the the Louis Tunes. <laughs> 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 and so it was just like I feel like like there's this this just that's the route that they go, but I feel like like yeah, with the comic book it makes sense. Like they couldn't do a show. I mean, I think they could do a show, but it's just like that it would be it would probably be hard to get that off the ground. Yeah. And it's almost hard to replicate that tone. Like at least with a comic, you're in a different medium. You can like forge your own style for right. it. Yeah. Yep. I feel like if you made another TV show, you'd be trying to, it would either be too far into just like this. It doesn't seem recognizable as the power Rangers, or it would be mm-hmm. just too far into the direction of like, this seems like a clone of a style that just doesn't fit anymore. Yeah. Yeah, now I feel that, like there's a pretty high ceiling for budget too. Like if, if you don't have the money, it's just going to be terrible. Right, and then, like I said, I mean, it's, it's always it's you all you're always going to deal with comparison. Like, so it's yeah. funny because like even though this show and this is so campy, when they came out with the new movie, I judged it so much. There was a lot that I was like, I don't know, I don't like this. You're <laughs> talking like, about like the 2018 movie, right? Like the really yeah. recent one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we haven't seen that yet, but I think we might be covering it on this pretty soon too. Yeah. So we'll find out. So that's where you learn about Rita's. That's where I first learned about Rita being a, a previous Power Ranger. Oh, so and, they put okay. that in there. Okay, that's pretty cool. They put that in there, and then they 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 talk about it more into uh in the in this comic. But and uh, but like there's a lot there's there's just a little bit difference in it and um in some of the things. I, now there's Zordon, which one is Brian Cranston, so you can't go wrong with Brian. Cranston. Oh, nice. But the way that they did Zordon, so it wasn't it wasn't the it wasn't a tube it was more like a a, a super ultra widescreen like kind of like kind of like IMAX style um widescreen oh sure and, okay curved and, yep but what's that what's that toy that we had as kids where it's like you essentially if you put your hand it shows your impression of your hand oh like all the pins oh yeah yeah, yeah. so imagine that but super ultra widescreen and you put your face in it that's oh, I know. I kind of, I can imagine what you're saying. Yeah, yeah it's, it, it, it looks actually, it looks super dope. Like that looks super dope. <laughs> okay, so it's like the outline of Brian Cranston's face. Yeah, yeah, They're probably yeah. mocapped. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah that's a cool idea. But I am know, the one who makes the Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 
Um, um, but, but yeah, no, I'm happy with that. We revisited this because, like I said, rewatching this, it like dug up memories that I didn't even know I had. I was like, oh, holy yeah. shit, like, I remember this thing. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. It's yeah, been yeah, so right. long since I even thought to revisit this. So I'm happy that the the kind of the podcast is kind of forcing me to go back and look at things and like reappreciate them. Yeah, with, man. Um, you know, going back like with what I have now. What What I do love is that how invested a lot of the actors that were in the show that are into comic books and stuff like that. Obviously, they go to Comic Con and they still, you know, sign comic books and, you know, yeah. morphers and everything like that. But, like, um, I think his name is Jason David Frank that plays um, the White Ranger, or the Green Ranger. Uh, I'm jumping way ahead. <laughs> but, <laughs> that plays Tommy. Um, uh, some of the new adapt- adaptions, uh, adaptations of the characters and stuff that are in the comic books, he has cosplayed, brought the, you know, brought it there. Because, like, a lot of these characters, they come back for different Power Rangers in the future. Like, um, like Jason, the Red Ranger, like way, way, way down in a row, he becomes a Gold Ranger. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, Tommy, uh, he has been a Green Ranger, a Red Ranger, a White Ranger, a Black. Oh, I, Ranger. I didn't know that. That okay, I didn't know they yeah. flip flopped around sometimes. Because well, every every time they do a new like ep- like a new series, so like there's Power. This is Mighty Morphin. There's no more Mighty Morphin. But then they go in, like the Power Rangers Zeo, then the Power Rangers Turbo, and then the Power oh, okay. Rangers, okay. Gotcha. whatever right and so there's this new teenager but every now and then like a legendary guy comes back into the show and he's like this new extra power ranger or, or he's like you know like the you know he's helping them you know like somebody from the a flash from the past so but man, i like it's almost like dragon ball z yeah 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 but i like the fact that they um they 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 stick with it or like they're still part of that lore but one of the things that i think that is super dope and i, I it's tommy because he's been so many different power rangers um, in the in ch- pretty much the whole series, uh, all, in general, they gave him this power morpher, which he uh, or at will he can turn into any one of his previous Power Rangers. And, okay. And, oh, no way. and there's this fight scene that happened where he's fighting whatever bad guy, and he's going through him like every time he just drag his sword, whatever the sword, whatever he just, <laughs> like he'll he'll fight as that person, then he'll turn to the other one, then he'll turn it. But I was like. That is freaking amazing. Like, yeah, like, that's that's dope as hell. Yeah, just yeah, like being able so to cool. morph at will into whatever you need for the situation. Yeah, Joker uh, and persona. <laughs> <laughs> just a, so yeah, it's like, my persona kick even more. <laughs> like, like the the Power Ranger whole fandom of it. Like it, I think the comic book added way more. It it brought the people who may have left because it was like, oh yeah, that was just this kitty show I used to love as a kid. Yeah, it brought it to like, oh, I can love Power Rangers again because. They actually got some super dope, cool shit. Yeah, and not only that, but adding stuff like recontextualizing the original Mm -hmm. series. Like if you do something like what we're doing, where you watch the show again, you can almost like reimagine like what all the characters are thinking and doing, like with this added context. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, even even with Zach, you know, being getting like with him saying like I'm not getting any sleep, having like we outside of Tommy going through the stuff that he was going through. Most of the characters didn't really go through anything. They didn't really have any depth. So now right, they were like sidelined a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that, that, that quick conversation, that little conversation that him and Jason had when they were in detention and he was yep. like, yeah, there's just some stuff going on at home. You're like, Oh, wait a minute. What's going on there? You know? And then like, there's like that, that, um, as you guys read along, what's going on with Zach does come into play. 
Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, I was hoping that some of those other characters, like Zach and like uh, and like uh, Trina and like some of those other characters who weren't used a lot, would come up later. I was gonna yeah. say, but that's kind of how team stories are. Sometimes they cycle through and like give everyone their moment because there's yeah. just too many characters sometimes to balance all at once. Yeah, because that scene definitely seemed like it could have easily been a throwaway. Like, oh well, if you ever need to talk about anything, let me know, and then like it never comes up again. Yeah, no. Right. Um, I mean, again, we're not done with the book though, well, so no, that's that, good to know. That's right. what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm glad that that's actually gonna be a thing. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that's why I think that I really enjoyed the comic book is because it gave me in depth into a lot of the characters that I loved. But then it also like it just like I said it fills out the story. And now you're yep. you know just how you just how we get into comic books. The best comic books that we get into are the ones that fill out the stories and you know they have the deeper meanings you're like oh man i didn't know about this about this character yeah, or, or sometimes just mention something like for a second that makes you think like like if he mentions that you your mind just starts going wild like, like yeah. what's happening off screen so yeah. i liked it when they let you kind of fill in the blanks like that too totally. yeah uh, with just added lore um but okay th there is a baby screaming outside our recording <laughs> studio so i think that means we have to call this pretty soon <laughs> i don't know who that is or what that is but that is terrifying it sounds pretty bad yeah <laughs> I oh, hope that's, that's a baby. <laughs> no, it definitely is. Me and Luke here at all the time. Yeah, if, if you guys walk out your studio and the lights are off and it's flickering, run. <laughs> Just the run. shadow of a baby standing there. Give <laughs> <laughs> me some PT. All right. But that, yeah, so uh, here at the end, yeah, I want to get some some plugs in here for uh, for your, your podcast. Geeksite Podcast is awesome. I listen to it a lot, actually. Thanks, um, yeah. You, uh, go ahead. Where, where can people find you? All right. Well, I just do my whole spill in regards to it. So if you guys want to hear more about some of the stuff that like, I talk about. So I run this podcast with uh, three of my other co-hosts, Lib, Bacardi, and Ditch. We call ourselves the Geek Set Podcast, the only podcast that blend hip-hop culture and geek culture together. Um, and we're, we kind of just like, you know, we shoot the shit. We talk about everything from anime, comic books, music um video games like we talk about all of that and we you can find us on any podcast platform just search geek set podcast and then on all of our social media is just at geek set podcast um kind of give you guys a little bit insight on the name like when we come up with the name we was just thinking oh, yeah. about how can we put how can oh how can we have a name that's going to immediately let you know what it's about so for those who are dipset fans um, it's where it came from. It's Dipset, and then we change we change it from to, from Dipset to Geekset. Our logo looks like the Dipset Eagle, but instead of having yeah, money, it's so cool. I'm so oh, jealous okay. of that. That's <laughs> awesome. Instead of having money in the hands, he has two. He has the PlayStation, the Xbox controller, and then like you just see different geek properties within embedded into our logo. So yeah, check that out, man. You know, we we, we drop our podcast every other Tuesdays. Um, and then on our YouTube, we got this one-on-one -on -one series that we drop generally every Saturday. We're taking a break right now so I can load up a little bit more um, hosts. But um, the first six hosts that we did was um, Battle Rapper Mickey Facts, uh, Van, oh, nice. yeah, Van Layton that used to be on TMZ. Um, for those who watch the show Insecure, um, this actor by the name of Gene Ellie. For those who are YouTube fans who've been on YouTube a lot, I interviewed Timothy De La Ghetto. And uh, was good. Um, he was a, a director. So yeah. And then for those who have just been in uh, during COVID, if you remember, uh, there was this moment where um, this artist he had drew uh, the Lion King, and he had drew like it was like Scar, and it was Mufasa, but it was like super buff and sexy and everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then it, it got it got weird because like the people that were commenting on it, we had posted it on our page, and then there was. Okay. 
women call him Mufasa daddy. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> was like, what is well, he's on? uncle. Come on. <laughs> so then I was like, I got to interview the artist. So I interviewed the guy who, who, who drew it. Like it was, it was really dope. But like those like on there, but yeah, man, that's, that's our podcast in general. Oh like, no. Yeah. Everyone should go check that out for sure. Yeah. Yep. And then like, you know, if you, if you're a convention watcher or you go to those conventions, you'll see us there, man. We try to cover as many conventions. We get out there you know, take photos, interview the people, try to get these panels. And yeah, man, just kind of trying to build it. Yeah. Appreciate it. And I appreciate you coming on to, to help us with the power Ranger stuff. Uh, yeah, it, definitely. It's, it's nice. I don't know what we would have done without you. You helped us so much. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, I know, it added a lot of context. <laughs> we would have been in here getting so much shit wrong. Those are the, those are the gen. That's one of the reasons why I, we started our podcast too. I was like much respect to a lot of the geek podcasts that I listen to. They, that get, they get everything right. I, I listen to those. I love those because they help me with my knowledge, but I was like I, in general conversation, just shooting the shit with some of my people's. We we don't get everything right, and that's the fun. Oh part no! Of yeah, neither <laughs> do we. This is not a podcast to listen to if you're looking for experts. Oh, right. I'll tell everyone that right now. <laughs> yeah, that's what we say, you know, I don't. Uh, I, I I like listening to the podcast where we can get some shit wrong, and then like go back, like, oh, all right, yeah. Versus you know going to that podcast where I get something wrong, and then immediately somebody like, well, that's not it, man. Let me tell you this. I'm like, come on, let's just let's just have fun. Let's get these jokes off. <laughs> oh no absolutely yeah. yeah it hurts getting corrected sometimes but we do appreciate it <laughs> no yeah we yeah, i'd rather get it right than just continuously say it wrong yeah. and then other people like yeah. who take my word for it stupidly yeah exactly. I, i'm so worried that someone's gonna listen to this podcast and be like this guy knows what he's talking about <laughs> <laughs> but you know your, your listeners know man your listeners know they know <laughs> yeah no they know better my listener our listeners are smarter than that yeah <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, but no, we're definitely gonna we're gonna we're gonna figure it out. We're gonna get you guys on there as well. I know. Oh you, yeah, I'd love to. That'd be awesome. Me and you have talked over you know multiple times about just getting that cross uh, promo and you know cross podcast going. I think that it, you know that's one thing too. It's just you know continue building, continue you know making connections with each other because we we all have a lot that we can offer. Like you know right now what you got what you guys are doing with your Patreon. We haven't jumped into that Patreon stage yet. But we want to. And I was like, you know, that's that's really to me, that's dope. I, I'm envious of that. I, you know, I, I'm like, man, we got to get that. Oh, going. yeah. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool. So yeah, I, again, I want to call out uh, Darkside Taser uh, Matthew on Twitter, who requested this episode. I appreciate you supporting us on the Patreon. Oh, yeah. Uh, on uh, getting this uh, yeah, three-part series we're going to be starting. Uh, so we're going to be continuing more Power Rangers next week as well. Right. Um, so yeah, thanks again for joining us uh, uh, for this episode. Um, in the meantime, uh, we're going to unfortunately be Stop Stop Power Rangers. This <laughs> podcast is over. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>